welcome to the Executive Protection Lifestyle Podcast, Season 2. With your host, Byron Rogers, this podcast is dedicated to the Executive Protection Practitioner, the Private Security Professional. In this podcast, we're going to talk about the mental, emotional, psychological, physiological fitness that goes into being an efficient and effective Executive Protection Agent. Whether you're in law enforcement, whether you're a mom that's looking at how to protect her children or a father that's focused on how to protect his family, I believe this podcast has something for all of you. We might even get into some tales from the crypts of true Hollywood stories from time to time. I'm doing this podcast because I feel the reality of this job is simple. If you really want to be good at executive protection, it's more than just a job. It really is a lifestyle. And those of you who've been in the game for any serious amount of time, you already know what I'm saying is true. So if that sounds interesting to you, enjoy the show. Out. Boom! Yo, what's up, y'all? Welcome again to another episode of the Executive Protective Lifestyle podcast we're up in here today i'm up in here with kevin gee how you doing brother i'm good brother how you making out today i'm good man I'm, I'm real good i'm real good moving fast keeping up with the game trying not to mess it up you know that's what's up man that's all we can do it really is it really is and you get as far as you can get and then you got a problem solve and then you get as far as you can get it seems like yes indeed yes indeed well you know putting the time in and you know all, all, all that experience you have we pivot yeah. You hit that wall, we just pivot. It's no time to stop. That's exactly what it is. You know, it's like, and I think it really, you're, you're right on. It's a sign of maturity because you find yourself in a position eventually where you're just like, problems just happen. Like they yeah. just happen. It's not catastrophic. It's like, right. okay, this is just, this is what Tuesdays, this is, you know, this is the game for Tuesday. Like, okay, I got to solve this. Okay, I got to deal with this. How catastrophic is it? Okay, exactly. prioritize execute, control what you can control, keep moving. There we go. Yeah, man. So that's what's up. I'm excited to have you on the show. You came highly recommended. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. And PA, I'm going to get, yo, y'all ask all your questions too, because I'm going to hop on. This is the EPL live. So I'm live in the Executive Protection Lifestyle podcast. We live on Instagram. Uh, Good to see you, Ramirez. Uh, Look look, look at Paul. Paul said we chopped it up in a wee hours. Listen, two o'clock in the morning, we stay. <laughs> Paul, no, we. I, it's good to to you know work with some proper villains in this game. That's what's up, man. No, it's an honor, absolutely. Yes, indeed. Um, to be able to roll with dudes who know how to do stuff, man. Um, heck yeah. So yeah, man, we're gonna be. We're just basically gonna record the episode. You guys that are watching, if you have any questions or if you you know want to add something, just let me know. Throw it in the comments. And if we see it, we'll get to it. If not, at the end, I'm going to thumb through as well and see if there's anything you guys want us to touch on. So that's what's up, man. Um, that's what we're doing. So, Kevin, if you wouldn't mind, brother, why don't you break into your background a little bit, let everybody know, you know, uh, what you're all about, what you're up to these days. Got you. So <clears throat> I'm second-generation law enforcement. You know, my dad was a cop. Uncles were cops. Uh, cops and sheriffs. So, you know, it was almost like the family business. You know, I got a couple cousins that came on. Uh, me and my closest cousin, we came on. We did the academy. We did high school together. Did the academy together. So, you know, I'm what 27, 27, 28 years in now on between law enforcement and the EP. Wow. Okay. 
So 27 years in, multiple generations law enforcement. Multiple generations. And that, so, that, that's been a benefit. Dang. So when I say it's more than just a lifestyle, I mean, more than just a job, it's a lifestyle. You're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Since, since I was 10. And I, and I tell you, you know, I, I, let's just jump right into it. Mm-hmm. At, at 10 years old, my dad was teaching me situational awareness. Outstanding. You know, we would do things like, <clears throat> while we're driving around the neighborhood, you know, we'll, we'll be at a stop sign or a light. Once we go through it, he'll quiz us. The tallest guy standing on that corner, what was he wearing? And we're like, what? <laughs> you know, yeah. it, it started to help us to understand that we always needed to be, you know, knowledgeable of what's around us and who's around us. So if mm-hmm. something jumps off, you can easily identify who the players were and what was going on. So this has been in my DNA since I was 10. 100%. That, see, I think that's amazing, man, because... I don't know. I think that's what it takes nowadays. Even like, like it's funny because these days, man, I feel like, you know, we learn these skills. We learn them from wherever we grow up. Some of us learn them in the hood. Some of us learn them in the academy, boot camp, uh, you know, third party training. But now these skills that we have as protectors are like, they're really just life skills. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You Once know? you've done them for a while, it becomes who you are. It's, it it gets ingrained into your DNA, and it's not something that you do. It's something that you are. That's exactly right, man. No, I yeah. love that. It's not something that you do. It's something that you are. And that goes into that. This is all about becoming, man. It's all yeah. about being Indeed. deliberate about who we're becoming. That's what's up. So who are you at your core then? Like, how'd you get into the EP side of it? Like, well, no, no, first, who are you at your core? I can't let you out off the hook. At the core, I'm a protector because mm-hmm. that's been my entire life. That's been my entire adult life. You know, I'm a son, I'm a father, I'm a brother, I'm an uncle. But at the core of it all, I'm a protector. So that's, that's who I am. Heck yeah. That's what I find, man. That's what I... I love the question because it gets people to think. Right, right. Because, you know, you don't really be thinking about it too much. Um, but really, that's a very, I love seeing that that's a congruent answer here because this is the place for that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it sounds like such a simple answer, but I really think that being a protector is so much more than a lot of people really give credit for, you know? Yeah. I, a lot of people, I don't think a lot of people understand what being a protector is. Some think just because I'm fit and I could probably knock somebody out, that makes me a protector. No, that doesn't. No, that doesn't. It just makes you able to, you know, be okay in hand-to-hand combat. But a protector, a protector wouldn't even have you in that in that situation. And that's that's what they not understand. And that's the difference. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like this other, like this stuff is like a just in case. This is a, I won't be found wanting. You exactly. know, it comes exactly. down to that, you know, uh, right. I, got, I got this quote on my wall that uh, SCB kicked down to you, boy, after this last, this first symposium, it says, um, and on that day, only you will know your true commitment to training. You know what I'm saying? Indeed. And that's amazing. But um, I think that it's even more prudent to focus on Avoiding that day for as long as you can. <laughs> and, and see, and that's the key. Uh, you want to avoid it. And it doesn't make, it doesn't make you soft. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make you scared. It doesn't make you, it makes you actually, you know, wise. 
because I know in another one of your podcasts, I can't remember who you were talking to, but it was about, you know, two warriors. They're mm-hmm. very cautious around each other because they already understand what the outcome will be. Absolutely. So the guys that I see jumping into the shit quickly, yeah. <laughs> y'all never been in it for real. So y'all think this is a game and you want to get some stripes. Yeah, well, I, 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 yeah, no, you don't want that. You don't want that because you don't always come out victorious. Well, and you don't want, uh, you don't, like, you don't, the problem is they don't know that they don't want it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have never been through it. Exactly. Like, I've got a couple of friends who haven't been, um, I've got a couple of friends who've, who've like never really been in anything. And they're the one, the first ones that are always like, yeah, man, you know, like, I almost did this or like, this is going to happen. And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm looking forward to when this happens. And I'm like, you're not looking you're forward not to when looking that happens. Forward. You don't want that to happen. Like, yeah. it's going to be a really bad day when that happens. Uh, a bad day for a very long time. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Absolutely. And you're going to be sitting there running that, replaying things in your head. And exactly. the other thing, I love what Mike Pannone said. He's like, there's a whole lot of chance in a combat engagement. He's like, you could be the baddest dude in the game. In the game. <laughs> the baddest dude in the game. And you get hit with that one shot. And it just was that one shot. Like, it was weird. Or you, or you didn't even get a fair shot. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter. You're gone. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't gosh. matter. So I think, you know, a lot of guys <clears throat> that I, I, I encounter in the protection field, you know, they think it's about, especially, here's the crazy thing, especially coming from the law enforcement side, I see a lot of guys transitioning from law enforcement into executive protection, and they keep the same uh, law enforcement mindset. And that's, that was my problem coming in. I thought yeah. I still owned the streets. I thought I still owned every building I went into. You know, and, and that's not the case. I don't have, at this stage, I don't have a right to tell a person to move or get out of here. I don't, you know what I mean? We don't have that right anymore. So now you got to go in, you want to, you got the smiles and the, you know, you know, being pleasant and, you know, just easing your way through and massaging things to get what you want. But mm-hmm. coming from that law enforcement side early on, man, I was pushing folks. I, I, <laughs> listen, I'm going to tell you something. I threw, I was working, um, I was working for this this rap artist and somebody jumped on the stage. Uh-huh. So I know now we grabbed the guy, we walk him off the stage. Yeah, he got he got okay, he got so, his. You know? Well, see, when you I first came on, ropes. yo, I picked him up and threw him back into the crowd. So again, at that moment, we talking 97, 98. I'm not thinking of lawsuits, I'm not thinking of all the things that you learn when you get into this game for real. Mm-hmm. No, and that, I mean, it, it took us all uh, some time to learn that. And I learned that I've seen that different, um, like, I feel like the military dudes have another kind of, uh, like a mental game they have to switch, you know, yeah. that they have that, a friction point, like a choke point that they have to go through in their mind. And I see with the badge dudes, with the law enforcement dudes, it's the same thing. They have a certain, they have certain choke points they have to go through. Right. Military dudes, it's like, Yo, I was calling an aircraft on human beings. <laughs> <laughs> like my re-default aggressive, default violent was like my life 10 minutes ago. You know, it's like, yeah. And it's like now I'm getting talked to because, you know, uh 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 we ain't got the right type of waters in the green room. <laughs> exactly. Like, this is my problem. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Go ahead. 
Yeah, no, it's like I was working on an arterial bleed last month, saving someone's life, and now I got I got to go out to the middle of you know Tel Aviv at night to get the right type of nuts because my client was pissed at me. Yeah, <laughs> I got pistachios instead of cashews. Right, now I got to go find a place that's open. You know, at two a.m. Yeah, you know I mean, and and that's that's the biggest mental shift in understanding that yeah, it's 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 the, it's the things in military and law enforcement that we don't really worry about. I'm not, I don't care what kind of waters you drink. I don't care what kind of papers you read, but yeah, now you're on the EP side. Oh, those things are, you can get kicked off a of detail if you got the wrong paper in the car. Oh, oh yeah. Cause you weren't paying attention. And if he's not paying attention to this, what else is he what not, else he's paying, not paying attention? Yeah, oh, yeah. And it, it could be a valid point if they want to make it one. Yeah. Sign your paycheck. <laughs> for sure. And, right? and that's, and that's the other thing, the ego, cause you'll get dressed down for real. You'll get oh, yeah. dressed down by the P and and your ego just has to be able to manage that. Uh, 100%. And that's really what we're talking about. Do we have, and this is what I talk about in my training day course, man, is I, big. I spend time on this, you know, is managing those expectations and understanding like, yo, you might go through a dry time and it's natural. It's natural. Like I'm on a detail right now with a military dude. I'm talking him off the ledge. I'm like, homie. Listen, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not that deep. <laughs> you're in a whole different game now. You know what I'm saying? I know you're getting yelled at over this, that, the next thing, but this is a slow Tuesday in the EP game. Exactly. What you got to decide is, are you getting paid enough? And is this job uh, something that you can handle long-term? Because this is how it's going to be. You go to go run away to another detail. Run away. It'll yeah. be a different, it'll be different clowns. Same, Same circus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. or go back to the high zones and work work over there where you can be that guy. Right. Yeah. You know, because yeah. I've worked with military guys too. And mm-hmm. you know, at this stage, you know, I guess I'm seasoned in the game. So, you know, these guys are coming in fresh out the military. And I'm like, bro, there are no IEDs. Calm yeah, down. Out. We're we're chill good. Chill <laughs> yeah, we're yeah, good, yeah. you know. And, and it's like, yo. He, the P didn't tell me that he wanted to move until five minutes before. And I was like, were you ready? <laughs> yeah. if, if you weren't ready, it's your fault, not his. Exactly. 100%. Because we, we, we serve at the pleasure of these folks, not at their mercy, you know? So that's what these guys got to understand that, you know, this is a, this is a service game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? As yeah. much as it's a protection, it's a service game as well. So, you know, that's something that we also have to keep in mind. What would you say about this one? This one was, uh, I was down, I was kicking this one around hard this week because it was the same thing. And then it looked like your boy, uh, PA White was saying something about a memory he wanted us to touch on, but uh, we'll get to that in a second. Yo, what would you say about, so I have this thing, it's like, don't hold the nobility to the same code that the warriors operate at. So like me, I don't know how to say, like, so, so like, uh, for example, um, if you give your client like, emergency management plan, you know what I'm saying, or, or a document, and it's got all your security contingencies in it, and it's like 45 pages or something, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. and you just knew you had to make the document. Right. You know I mean, and they, how do I, how do I say this? So like, I find that a lot of warriors will get frustrated with clients because they're like, the warriors, like the, the agent on the ground is like, I would never do that. Right. Or I would never act like that. Or I would never, um, behave like that so it's wrong for a client to do it and i and i sit there and i tell them i'm like homie they're the client you're the agent Mm -hmm. 
You know, it's a completely different different thing. Like if this is me and you who made a deal, you know, those rules would be be beholden. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. But in their world, man, like it's a totally see, different game. And they gotta understand that the client don't have your background. So they don't do what you do, they haven't done what you've done, and they don't understand the life. Like, you know, our clients don't understand really what we do. You know, I had a client ask me one time. And Paul know who this client is. Um, how is it that everywhere we go, you seem to know everybody here? And I could have did the magical fairy dust. I'm just the greatest guy in the world. <laughs> so I just, I, I, I was honest. I said, no matter how many times we come to this house, I come here the day of to ensure that everything is straight. So they already know who I am. They know that I'm coming. And it's an advance. Basically, it's everything I do, I do in advance. Every everything. If I go there a million times a week, I'm going to do an advance. Yeah, and that that's high end, man. That's the way you got to be. That's awesome. You know what I'm saying? Um, and and that's the level. So that's the level of security that we provide. So right. here's something that I was telling you about Eric Konahia. He explained to me, you know, executive protection is the level of service that you provide. There's all there's plenty of levels of uh, security service. You got right. your guy standing on the door with the uniform on that don't fit. You know, you got your guy sitting in the car by a construction site. You got all this. But what we do, the level that we provide them is that executive level. And that's part of it. That advance is part of it. I hear guys say, oh, if I ain't getting paid for the advance, I ain't doing it. And you won't be on the detail long. I, I guarantee you. Remember, remember, you ever hear this one? I ain't carrying no bags. <laughs> I was that guy. I ain't carrying no bags till I got into the EP game. I carry uh, more bags now some days. It's like, what? Man, that's, yeah, I have, I'm fortunate. I don't know how I would even look at a dude if he was like, yo, I, I, I need to get paid for the advance. I haven't even, I mean, I don't, I mean, I ain't trying to make myself sound cool. I'm just saying like, I've never thought of it. I've always done an advance because I'm so scared of looking like an idiot. Exactly. <laughs> and exactly. I, I need to do a good job because it's just part of my nature. It's who you are. So, you know, I do advances because it's who I am. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Whether I get paid or not. Now, I get paid for them now, but yeah. in the beginning, I didn't. But I was able to explain to the client why they were needed. Yes. And now we get to do them. Yes. How many, say you're going to a, a, a you're going overseas, you're going somewhere. How many days, like, if you're going to go do, like, a week trip, how many days in advance do you guys usually aim to get? I, I would like a week. Boom. I, I would like a week because I like to see what every day looks like. <laughs> you know, what happens here on Mondays? What happens here on Tuesdays? What you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. if I get there on Friday and the P lands on Sunday, I don't know what Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday going to look like. Yeah, because then you have so, to, like, pick the most high-friction days and do them. Exactly. Um, yeah, man. So no, that's what I do. I need one day in country for every one day. I need to live that day before you live that day. Exactly. Um, so yeah, man. I wanted to see. You know, I like to bounce, just bounce random questions like that off off other because you know it's like the Wild West. Okay. <laughs> so, for sure. You know, so some people be like, "Oh, you're supposed to do this." Like, no, there's a lot of ways people. Do yeah, this. Uh, yeah. You know, and so that's that. That's Elijah Shaw. You know, real world, real world versus textbook. You get yeah. anybody give you that textbook answer, and then when they get into the real world, they stand in there like you know. A daring headlights. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. No, I one hundred percent, and that it's it's important to learn from those guys who are in the real world doing right. it, right. doing it. 
you know, just got off a of detail doing a podcast. <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly. Um, yo, what's your boy, uh, PA White talking about? Uh, remember that convo we had when we were, uh, when we were the only two allowed on the street of that mm-hmm. <laughs> certain mm-hmm. party. Exactly. Exactly. So talk- we, we're, we're talking about presidential level. Uh-huh. You know, when Secret Service come through, they lock down a four-block radius. Thing. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and Paul and I are the only two able to sit on the block. Yep. And, and again, should- it comes from it, it, it comes from being able to articulate why you need to be there. And also, we can't negate the fact that our level of client, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? that. Ushered us into these rooms, into this space as well. But even then, I've been in places where top clients, their team is ushered out just because they're in there trying to control it like they own the building. Yeah. I keep a small footprint. I'm 6'6", but I keep a small footprint. I think there's some wisdom in that. So when you say you keep a small footprint, it's like, like elaborate that on that a little bit. Yeah, you know I mean, because so, that's some dynamics. That's some important stuff right there, if you don't mind, man. Yeah. So I'll give you a perfect example. Anybody listening that that's in LA, they know that you don't get into the Oscars. Security teams don't get into the Oscars. You don't get into the Golden Globes. You don't get into some the big awards. You don't yeah. get into them. I was able to initially before they start allowing into the golden globes i was maybe four years ago i was the only ep agent inside the golden globes and why because the guys knew me they knew that i would be out the way so when i say i keep a small footprint they don't even see me i am out of the way i make sure that my client is good and then i tuck into a corner somewhere somewhere i can see him in case he needs me in case something jumps off and i got that plan in place but I don't, I'm not trying to walk around, trying to see everything, trying to beat everybody, you know? That's He's a security dude. You yeah, know yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm a security dude in the house. No, not at all. Not at all. So you keep a small footprint by, you know, when you do your events, that's something that you're looking for. What room am I going to tuck in while they're out here doing their thing, making things happen? That's 100%. Like, so I worked the, the uh, uh, 07 inauguration uh, the last inauguration and yeah, man, the whole entire thing was stay out the way, yeah, you know, really like good. if you, you know, you roll in here, social dynamic, your way in there, respect, meekness, humility, permission. Uh, and you maintain that yeah, <laughs> in order to yeah, stay yeah. there. It, you and, have to, you have to, because at the executive possession level, we don't have federal clearance. We don't own the buildings that we walk into. So, I, and I see guys t- still to this day walking around like they own the buildings that they go into. And I'm, it, it blows my mind. Even out here in Cali with the CCW thing, I see so many people fighting to get that CCW and I'm asking them, where do you carry your gun? Mm-hmm. You can't get into any facility with a gun out here in California. So, you know, that, that battle to get the CCW, you know, now you lock it in the car and, if you don't have your own driver, you got a, a, a car service. I'm not, yeah, it, it creates problems. Do you see, is that the case with certain client, client demographics? Like, or is that a certain zip code that you see that a lot? Well, I, if, if you live in the LA County, mm-hmm. it, your chances are slim to none to get in a, uh, 
you ain't getting nothing. Yeah, yeah, you're not getting a CCW. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I see clients that say, you know, they want you to have a CCW. Yeah. And then when I try to talk to their people and ask them, why is that? Like, what's your level of threat? They yeah. can't articulate that. So I'm like, so why do you want me to have a gun on me 24-7? Like, because if I need to have a gun, then I need to have a team. Because I'm not just going to walk around with a gun and it's just you and I. I need a team because it's telling me that your level of threat is deadly. And I'm not Superman, so. Yeah. And that's, that's wisdom. That's a message. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's another yeah. one of those right there because um, a lot of people, they don't even, I don't know, I, I feel like it's easy when you get hit with an opportunity to just be like, yo, how much, how much am I getting paid? And, and look at the dollar signs and look at um, what you got to wear and like the quality of life uh, indicators and key points. But, you know, if you have a client, you know, these are the little things like what's the threat level? How would you explain your threat level? These are conversations that if you're really a professional, you want to be having with these with a client, if they're considering you or a friend of the client who's talking or the PA or, you know, the organizer, your point of contact, because I feel like a lot of dudes miss that. Like, cause I got to call a lot of dudes all the time too. Sometimes it organized stuff and they just be like, yo, what's the dress code? And how much am I getting paid? And I'm like, yo, don't you want another threat level, man? You want to know what you're walking into? Yeah. Yeah, you know. Um, so that's wisdom, man. I wanted to pause on that for a minute for sure. What would you say a few biggest takeaways you've had from working with some big names and some, you know, some acting talent and singing talent and stuff like that? You know, that? working <clears throat> Cause you, I know you're at the top of the game, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> but I know you'd be up there. Yeah, it's um, man. What's it like, like, try to paint a paint a picture. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's it like for everybody listening, man? It, it, it okay. I tell you this. You know, mm-hmm. it's it can be for the uninitiated. It mm-hmm. it could be a little overwhelming. Yes. Because when you're flying on private jets, you're staying in. 10 star diamond hotels, you know, you, 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 you driving Bentleys and, and, and Phantoms and you begin As to change vehicles. In your Lambo, you know, Listen, they start, they begin to think that that's really their life. And yeah, not, yeah. That's not your life. And, you know, that's the life you were afforded from, you know, working in this industry. So, you know, one of the biggest takeaways is understand that, you're providing a service, period. None of that other stuff is you. You know, none of the private jets is you. I see, I see the pictures in front of the private jets, and I'm gonna get mine. I'm gonna get mine. Except I never, yo, I'm never on a, I'm never on a plane by myself without a client, and I can't be snapping the pictures with the people playing. So, you know, I, I, yeah. So, but I get it, and it, and it's cool. You know, take the pictures, enjoy it, but understand that it's not your life. You know, you know the saying, the proximity to power, to lose some into believing they willed it. Yeah, is that's, you don't have the power that that name has. You know, that name affords you the access to do certain things. Mm-hmm. You know, I know for a fact that, you know, one of my clients, the name alone affords me to have access to certain things that others will not get, period. And, and I got- don't take that lightly. And I, re- and I respect the movement you know, when they say, hey, listen, we don't normally do that. I, trust me, I'm not going to put nobody out for mm-hmm. this, but this is exactly what I need. Mm-hmm. It's that, that humility. What's that? It's humility. 
it, yes, that's back to that humility. It's being, um, it's respecting that access. It's respecting that name. It's knowing that you represent that name. Everything you do, what you got that jersey on, represents um, that same brand, man. And you that's, know? And that's, you that's the other thing about this business that folks don't understand. Although we're protecting bodies, we're protecting brands and reputations too. You yes. know? So, yeah. Always. There, man, listen, I, I'm going to just go there because this is what I do. Do it. I'm, I'm watching a video of this buddy guard, you know, and I, I know some of you guys know him and I don't care, but, yeah. you know, he's slapping folks, he's punching folks, and then he's on videos shooting guns in the street, not at a range, in the, in the street. So I, I, I'm wondering... I don't know who this is. Oh, no, yo, he's a clown. I, mean, I work too much. I, I don't even know who this is right now. <laughs> I'm too busy, man. It's an embarrassment to the industry. You know what uh, I'm saying? Like, I, I take it personal. I'm, I'm, you know, I take it personal, too, man, because yeah. we're all in the same, you know, it's like it's like Chris Rock was talking about there's a war going on for black people between black people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, 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 yeah, and this, is, and this is what's going on. So I'm looking at this like, what are you saying? Because here's what I do know. And this is what I know from working the streets, living in the hood, and understanding gang culture. You are absolutely not firing these guns thinking that you're scaring the people that's really about that life. Because yeah. when it comes to it, they come fast, they come heavy, and, and they don't, they're nine times out of 10, they're not missing. Yeah, 100%. And it's overwhelming, and it's, it's not anything that you want to deal with. It's not, you don't want that, you don't, as they say, you don't want that smoke. Yeah, exactly. But you got to be prepared for it. Yeah, absolutely. You have to be prepared for it and you try to avoid it and have your security strategy is like, it needs to be trying to avoid it, man. <laughs> and, that's the, and that's the thing. So to, to, to brand yourself as I got this gun, I got that gun, that's cute. But where are you shooting that at? And where are you taking that to? Because you're not coming to California with it. And, 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 and again, California is a whole different beast because the politics of it all is crazy. But I, I just don't understand why a guy would represent himself in that fashion. Mm-hmm. That that it, it's like who are you who are you selling this to? Hmm. Because then you'll never work on the level that I'm at. Not so that's not even the energy. That's not even the energy they want around. I mean, oh. here's the. I've been with my piece. I've been with my piece for we talking six years now, wow. right? Wow. And I'm still at times not what they want because of my size yes. we go to certain places I struggle man at the yeah. size man. yeah i mean like, i want to be a big body owner. i'm like hold up hold up hold up can i don't. get the industry if i'm not big i'm like yeah actually yeah. there's a lot you can do especially right now everything's pc pc exactly and, and my size period just intimidates people and it represents something else so now i had to learn i had to learn how to finesse these environments yes you know yeah. what i'm saying so you're, you will rarely see me, unless we're on a, black, uh, on a red carpet, you will rarely see me in black. Yeah, wow. You will rarely see me in black. I'm, you're trying to distill all I'm, the I'm nice, blending in. Nice energy. I'm, I'm blending in, I'm smiling, I'm talking, I'm shaking hands. I'm doing what the environment is doing. I'm not playing security dude until I have to be security dude. Wow. Um, that's what's up. No, I love that, man. I, uh, see, I rock black, man. Black is, like, I remember asking myself the other day, I was like, Yo, if you wasn't doing EP, would you be wearing black? I'm like, every single day. <laughs> I just yeah, like yeah. my black. But um, 
it works for my environments. Yeah, you know I mean, it works for where I am and who I am, and it's, right. it works. Uh, but I completely understand what you're saying. Like, there's a lot of what you're saying is correct. Um, the other thing you said was one which I thought was outstanding is um, you had these clients for six years. Now, to some of y'all working out in like corporate America, six years may not be a long time, but there's a lot to be said for uh, having the same client for something like six, you know, five, six years, seven years. That is an accomplishment. These are That's dog indeed. years. Yes, you get indeed. fired any single day you're with the client. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. Like, like you could take a wrong turn tomorrow driving home on a route you knew, you already knew. <laughs> and it could just, your client could get audited next week and then something weird could happen. Like you take a wrong turn and then now the, all that stress from, you know, the client getting audited all of a sudden lands on you and then you ain't got a job. <laughs> I mean, like, Man, let me tell you, I'm going to yeah. tell you this story. I'm yeah. in New York, the piece coming in. I do, I do the events. I, I mean, I got this thing locked down. They uh-huh. come in, they come in the day, be, day before the event, do a tech check. So we got building security there. Now my team is not in place. It's because it's the day before we just doing a tech check. So mm-hmm. we come in, we, we, you know, we do the routes. This is how we're going to move. We go through this door that hasn't been opened in five years, six years or whatever. We yeah. finally get this door open because that's how we're coming in and out. House security, I got a chair up against the door. All right, we're going to go in here. We'll be out. I, I thought we were going to be in there at least 20, 30 minutes. Five okay. minutes. So when I heard that it's five minutes, I run back to get everything in place. The door is closed and the guy's sitting in the chair. So I'm <laughs> like, bro, like, what are you doing? Your whole world right now. <laughs> Not the whole world. Listen, the P walks too. like, yo, I'm ready to go. And I'm standing there, I'm 6'6". Six, six. I felt like this big, bro. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, the door closed. Why is the door closed? Now, everything after that is an excuse. Oh yeah, man, you gotta fix it, fix it, fix it. So, it, it was about a minute, we, in the, we got the door open. Mm-hmm. You know, the P leaves. I talked to the general manager and I let him know. I said, listen, I, I, I can't tell you how to run your crew, but I know tomorrow, this dude do not need to be in the building. Uh-huh. I don't want this cat in the building at all because that that there could have cost me my job. Hundred percent. And, and, and yeah, because this is this is the level of flow that that level of client expects. How you let the door close? And this is what it is. Me, I was just with you, so I didn't let the door close. But it don't matter because I let the door I close. Let the door close. Like, <laughs> like that's a direct quote. I heard. Right. Like, I yeah. How how'd you let the door close? And I'm like, <laughs> oh, and you can't respond because everything is an excuse, and then that looks bad on you. So you know, <laughs> you make it happen. But again, like you're saying, this is six years. I am I'm blessed. I tell everybody I'm blessed. I'm blessed to be in this position, mm-hmm. and it's because um I don't take myself too serious. Yes, I'm serious about the job, but mm-hmm. you know, you'll look out, you'll look on my Facebook page or my IG page. You see nothing about my work. No, no, I was looking. You wouldn't know what I do, yeah, because I—that's something totally separate. Yes, totally separate. You look like a nice, like, like a nice dude, like just dude, family, you know, just like a normal dude. And that's—I mean, I think that's part of kind of the the marketing too. That's a good frame for even a prospective employer to see if they get, even if they get into your social media game. Mm -hmm. 
you know. But which, uh, a lot, which a lot of employers ask to see now. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I, I've heard guys say, I'm not giving up my social media. That's fine. You don't have to. But you won't work here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what you got to hide. You know what I'm saying? Like, are you ready for when your client sends you a friend request? Most of them are never ready. Yo, you know, you thought you were slick putting it on, uh, locking it. You thought you were slick. Yeah, right, right, yeah. Just yeah. locking it like, yeah, they'll never see it because it's on private. Then you're okay. sitting there, you're looking at it, you're like, yo, if I don't let them in, I'm going to look, I'm going to look, I'm going to look yep. like something to hide. Like, I'm supposed to be exactly. all cool and stuff. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, and it's something that, it's something that you and Elijah talked about, you know, yes. your brand. You don't want to, you, you don't want to brand yourself as this hair because... Although it's yeah, it's just social media, it's your personal page, but it's a representation of who you are, what you like, the things that you do. And that don't align with some people. Mm-hmm. You know? No, 100 percent man. That's exactly right. And I I love how you gonna let the door close. Everything is your fault when you're with everything. the peak, man. Yeah, everything. Oh, you gotta take everything. you gotta take you gotta take responsibility for the world. Mentorship. What would you say about mentorship, my man? Here's a couple of questions, Elijah Shaw. Toss your boy right before the name. Yeah, so mentorship, <laughs> mentorship is tricky because you can't be everybody's mentor and you don't want everybody as a mentee. Mm-hmm. Um, True. I think mentorships happen organically. Okay. You know, I, I don't believe that they should be forced because then it, it feels one-sided. Like mm-hmm. if I got guys that that's constantly, constantly, constantly trying to, uh, you know, pick my brain and you know it, it, it I have to before I would even mentor you or and I know this sounds a little absorbed self-absorbed but before I would even have a conversation with you I'm gonna do my research I'm gonna get on the phone yo who this dude you know yeah. this guy yo he just hit me up he sent me a friend request who, who, who is he yeah you know it's like and, he lives somewhere like who's this cat yeah because again I don't I, I'm not I'm not with everybody's energy. I don't live how everybody else live. Mm-hmm. And I don't want these guys out here doing reckless things saying, Kev told me to do that. No, Kev didn't tell you to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you, right. you will not attach my name to some foolishness. So yeah. I'm, very, I'm very selective on who I, who I, I deal with in that, in that sense. And again, like I said, it comes off as self-absorbed, but it's protective my brand as well. Mm-hmm. If you were going to describe a good mentee, because I know there's a lot of young bucks coming up in the game who, uh, you know, they want to see if maybe they can get a mentorship, you know, what would you say are some character traits that would be on point going into that type of a relationship? Oh, and shout out to Elijah. Yo, he's watching. He said we're dropping jewels, by the way. Uh, Okay. What's up, (laughs) E? um, I would think the characteristics would be listen, 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 listen. And listen. And listen. <laughs> Shut up. And yeah. listen. <laughs> don't say a word. Yeah. You listen. You absorb the information. And don't be so quick to rush out with an answer. Understand what the question is. Mm-hmm. Once you understand what the question is, then you think about the question. Because as we spoke before, folks want to give you the textbook answer. And textbook, while it's the foundation, it, 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 there's a lot of things that come into play that you definitely need to, uh, to you know, you need to put that into the mix as well. So yeah. I, I don't look, I, the guys that's super eager and they, they want to jump in, I get it. You want to show that, you know, you're proficient or whatever. I get all that. But slow down a bit. 
slow down, answer the question, think about the questions that's being asked, you know, and then we go from there. Because the one thing I learned, and he says it all the time, the streets is watching. Everybody's watching. And yeah, and the, the executive protection industry is so small at certain levels. I tell you a quick story. Since he is listening, he can attest to this. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 on the other side of the country uh-huh. on a move, right? I'm out in Silicon Valley. Okay. On a whole different move. Yeah. And, and, and they're not connected. And I'm having a conversation. Something was presented to me. I said, oh, yeah, this was, I'm familiar. You know, let's talk. Let's talk more. He said, yeah, because we had an incident that happened that whoop, whoop, whoop. I called E. I said, so uh, I hear you had a little incident. He's like, yo, what you talk? How you, how you know that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, but again, it's because the world is, the EP world is, is small. Very small. You know, and you can be vetted like that. Instantly, yeah. So guys that's out there throwing out, you know, these resumes. So let me say this to everybody that's listening. Let, let, let's, let's be clear about you having a client and you working a detail. Get them. Okay. <laughs> if, you, <laughs> if, you, if you work with client A on Monday yep. and then you were client B on Tuesday and you were a whole different client on Wednesday, these are not your clients. You're working details and you're jumping from detail to detail. Exactly. If you're posing with the principal in pictures, posing, not work in action photos, but you're posing, that's not your client. Because no. I can, trust me when I tell you, if you ask your client for a picture, you will get the picture, <laughs> but you will not be back. And yeah. it's because, again, that's, you know, you, you, you walk in that fine line. We're there to serve and protect these folks, not be fans and take pictures and, and all that yeah. foolishness. Absolutely, 100%. Man, nah, man, that, 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 uh, like, I, like there's certain celebrities that I've seen that I've, like, taken pictures with just because I was like, oh, snap. Like, look, that's dope. But they're not your clients, though, right? <laughs> so so you, you, you're repaying. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. No. Right. Exactly. Man, there was something you mentioned back there that I wanted to hit on, though. You were talking about the difference between clients and, uh, oh, vetting resumes. Yes. So yes. it's a very small industry, y'all. We was talking about that. And um, <clears throat> I've seen that fruit blossom right in front of me man like i had a homie and i mean he was a good dude but he just liked to shave a couple corners off of his stories <coughs> here and there right, right. like but like you know what i mean like he's a good dude like like he'll hold me down but you know sometimes you'd be telling a story and i'll be sitting there like like i got you back <laughs> but you know the fish was like really only this <laughs> and he right. showed up. we were both trying to get on this ep detail and uh he showed up like kind of a little bit late, like kind of too cool for school. I'm up in here straight up suit, tie. Like I'm going, I think I had like a dark blue suit on, like a more presidential red red and white tie-ish, but it was like nice. Right, like right. Like a shirt, right? Because professionals wear white, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. I'm doing the whole thing and I'm up in here interviewing, doing my thing. And uh, we're in Florida, so you know I'm ruining the white shirt because <laughs> it's humid. And uh, my dude kind of walks in, you know what I'm saying? He's got, and he sits down next to me. And the uh, the gentleman who was running our interview was like, "Hey, you know, how you doing? Nice of you to join us. You know, where where have you been during the interview? You know, interview time or whatever." And he was just like, "Yeah." 
<laughs> here, here we go. Get the violin. Go, man, like, and he's like, yeah, I just got off a, a private jet working a certain detail for a certain client uh, in a certain company. And I'm sitting here like, <laughs> like you know, I'm just trying to like left hand, left knee, right hand, right knee, trying to just get through the minute. I'm just sitting there like, what are you doing, homie? And sure enough, yeah. the dude's like, what company? And he's like, this company, you know what I'm saying? Dude grabs a phone, calls up the owner of the company right in front of us. I'm just sitting here like, I'm just like, you're going to die right next to me. I'm literally going to watch you die right next to me. Exactly. And he calls him up and he's like, who? Uh, who? He's like, yeah, do you have this guy? He's like, no, nah, I don't got that guy. You guys got anything going on in, 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 in you know, said name country? Right. And he's like, nah, man, we, we, we're out of there, blah, 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 blah. He's like, okay, yeah, I got this guy, this guy sitting right in front of you. The whole thing burns into the ground, hangs up the phone. He's like, get out of my office and i had to watch that whole thing go down yes uh, indeed and that happens man it happens it, it, it happens, like that happen. it happens constantly constantly <laughs> constantly you know uh uh what's up to my brother greg i just see you check in brother we that food truck down in <laughs> new orleans good brother right there but um you know, know. i want to give you i want to give you some horror stories right Okay, yeah, let's do some tales Thanks. from the crypt, man. Yeah, let's do some tales from the crypt. Things that you don't do on a detail. Get em. I got a detail. It's a big. It's a big detail. We got. I got. I think twelve of my own guys. Okay. And house house got another ten to fifteen. So we looking at at least a 30, 30 man piece. Mm-hmm. So I got this guy who. I do this. I you know he 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 the superhero. He's always superhero. Oh, we, yo, we listen. Come with names for these guys. Like, yo, I had this superhero on the detail. <laughs> he, uh, he chiseled. He got the whole look, you know. Okay. So he, he, okay. and I'm telling him it's not about that. And I've been trying to school him and game him, but he don't want to listen to me because he, they, exactly. everybody sees themselves on your level, and oh, it's yeah. like, bro, no, nah, we the same, but we not on the same level, right? So I put him in the back, <clears throat> VIP parking, VIP parking only. Everybody knows. EP 101, when the vehicles come in, you flip them. Yep. Period. Always, instantly. Three and a half hours later, I come out to check on him, make sure he's good. All the cars facing in. I black out on him. Bro. (laughs) What the, like, yo, what, what, all this, all this, I've been doing this for 10 years, 15 years. (laughs) Bro, this is, this is basic. And he had a vehicle in front of the principal's car. I was like, bro, I told you, there's You're nothing sure. goes in front of this. So I, I, I rip him a new one. He tells yeah. me, didn't explain to me why I got to do Yo, I couldn't send him home because I immediately I wanted to send him home, but I couldn't. So, you know, he flips, he finally flips the cars. We have our after action uh, meetings and I explained it to him. But at that point I had to let him go. I was like, it, yeah, arrogance, it's, it's, like you, it, you didn't even want this job to be honest, because you would have not performed this way if you wanted it. Yeah. Well, it's arrogance is dangerous, man. That's one of the most. I'd say it's like one of the number one killers, killers of guys in this game. Uh, easy. You don't know what you don't know, and if you're arrogant, you ain't gonna learn, man. Easy, so, easy. Uh, and I know one of the questions you wanted to ask was the uh, how do you enter t- into this game, and yes. that's Love such that. that's such a hard question to answer because. <clears throat> Everything is it's different now. It's different. And it's something you and Raul uh, Martinez spoke about. Mm. If you're building the detail, you're going to handpick your guys. Yeah. So if you're handpicking your guys, there's almost really no barrier entry for new guys. Mm. 
So it's the gift and the curse with that, you know? Uh-huh. But I would say to the guys that's, that, that want to get into the industry, first and foremost, you're going to have to live where the action is. <laughs> you cannot live in the middle of the sticks and think that I'm going to call you and fly you out and put you up and do, that's not how that game is played. That's really big, man. That's really big. That's yeah. really big. That's not, not how the game is played. Go the way the action is. And then you start to make a name for yourself and you yeah. build it and you build it and you build it slowly. You know, mm-hmm. thinking that you want to jump in and because you got the look or whatever, it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't work that way. Especially when you got guys who have been in this industry performing for years. I'm always going to go with the guy that I know, but I also try to give a new guy a chance on a detail. Because there's so much you don't know that can get you killed like that. Like so, you like, oh, I just thought because we had the keys to the car, I left the car in front of the limo. In fact, you won't even call it limo. I left the car in front of the principal's car because I, you know, I just knew that we had the keys. Oh, but then when the principal came out, Ray Ray was in the bathroom, wasn't he? Wasn't he? Because Murphy had a machine gun today. Now we all look like idiots, and I'm about to lose the detail. So, you know, and, 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 and that's another thing that you have to understand being in the EP field. Because clients are not going to spend a lot of money for a bunch of teams when they don't have that threat level. You're probably going to be a solo operator. Yeah. So you got to manage what you drink, what you eat, you know, when you drink, when you eat, you know, because those bathroom runs at the wrong time, uh, that's not going to look well. That's and that's when Murphy's gonna show up again with an ice pick and a baseball bat. <laughs> and you'd be like, I've been here all day. I've been here all day with this person, nothing's happened. I go to the bathroom for two seconds and, and he gets jumped by three chicks for autographs yo, right yo, now. Yeah. Yo. And they were like keeping game on you the whole time. <laughs> exactly. Normal. Exactly. Oh, man. Yeah, man. That's, no, that's good, man. That's good. That's good. Um, let's see here. I'm glad you touched on that question because that's a big one, man. A lot of people are trying to get into the game, you know? Yeah, I, I, w- I would definitely say build relationships because the game, the name of the game is relationships and that's everywhere. The name of the game is relationships. You're not, you know, especially being new, you have no track record. So no one really knows who you are or what you do. You, you present a resume. If I have time, I'll go through it. Most times I won't have time until I need to go through it to, to staff this thing. And then it's, it's it, it, the, the movement is quick from there. So yes. <clears throat> I, don't, I don't know you. But if, I, if I'm seeing you around and, and I'm watching how you move and you can you show that you can perform, yeah, I'll, I'll put you on the detail. Maybe we give you a shot. But like, like how does it really go down, though? You know what I mean? Like, like, I'm, like, like I'm thinking right now, like, when I need bodies... I'm going to do a couple things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I got a couple lists that I yeah. specifically procured for this purpose. But more than likely, I'm going to hit up my homies and be like, yo, hey, I got this thing kicking off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, you got any dudes? You know, anybody looking for work? I'm yeah. going to put the word out on the street. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, I got right. my short list. Yeah. But yeah. I'm going to put the word out on the street. And yep. I'm going to trust a referral they come from a relationship that I already have cred with. Exactly. Um, and exactly. So, I, I tell you, I just had a detail in February. Mm-hmm. And your symposium helped me immensely with this. 
Really? That's oh, good to hear. We got the come second on. coming up. Two point. Let me tell. Let me tell you something, man. The jewels that Ed dropped. That's nasty, man. He's coming help. back too. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be there for that. It helped me plan because I had to go into Juarez. That's real. I've been there once. It's real, Bruh, bro. You right. want to talk about real? If I had not taken your course, mm -hmm. I myself would have took the people that I had to take into Juarez myself. Bad move. Nobody is as dark as me and nobody is as tall Man, as me. That would have been like, they'd have been like, yo, King Kong's down the street, yo. He just pulled up. It, yo, listen, bro. <laughs> so that's real. So I had to get a guy on our team that spoke Spanish who was actually from Juarez. So it was cool. We got in there. So I'm tracking him. Now, this is, this is the quick. So here's the Murphy Law of it all. Right, right, the right. person that we supposed to meet over there in Juarez to help us move through because you know that's a very heavily cartel patrol area. One hundred percent, and there's it, a lot of you know, it's a, it's a lot of real shit awesome. that happens in like, real, broad real. daylight. <laughs> so my team gets through the border, and then they stop. Okay. So now reception on the cell is janky. I got them sometimes. I don't get them sometimes. They're sitting on the X for. At this point, it was 30 minutes. So now I'm on the phone with our extraction team. <laughs> like, I'm about to go in because they haven't moved. So I'm going in. Now, again, it, it's, it's all about the movement. But as, you know, as I'm going through, I get the call. Oh, yeah, we're good. Now we're moving. They move. I come back out because my presence brings that attention. So, so you got to be a little bit off the peak. Oh, man. I got to be I got to be on the opposite side with the laptop open, tracking the vehicle. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah, yeah it's, it's you real. And if you're out in public. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, Ed, you know, a few of the gems that Ed dropped helped me staff it, helped me understand how to move. Because initially, I was going to go through that. And yeah. I'm so glad I didn't because, man, we was at, man, listen, it was, yeah. the job is real. The job, the job gets, the job gets very real at times. Mm -hmm. And I think that a lot of people who, think they're ready, don't know that they're not ready because they haven't been in the mix. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think that guys really need to get around the action, show their face, build relationships, and don't think that you're going to hit the home run on the first detail. You know, come pick up a detail where you stand in the post, you do halls and walls. First and foremost, if you're not willing to do halls and walls, you'll never work with me. Because nobody that's coming on the detail is going into the that Just center ring. Yeah. No, nah, you're not going into that ring. You're going to stay on the outside of that concentric circle and you're going to work your way inside. And that's just how it is. So it should be 100 percent man. Oh, for sure. Uh that's I mean, that's the game. And it's that way for a reason, because it weeds out the right and wrong attitudes, you know what I'm saying? Um uh nah, that uh, I'm glad you shared that kind of Mexico experience. What would you say is the hardest lesson you've learned? And I'm glad the symposium helped. That's really like awesome to hear that. Cause yeah. that, that, yes. Yes, indeed. Uh, that's the real deal. Knowing how to vet, you know, credentials down there and things like that. Like some big stuff, man. That's some big yeah. stuff. Um, what would you say is the hardest lesson you've learned in the field? You know, one of them lessons that brought you to your knees. See, and, and, and on what you were saying a few minutes ago too, real quick, what you think about that, man, is, you know, like, I know you want to get the ball and you want to prove yourself, but a mistake in this game, like even if no one gets hurt and it's not a threat uh, that presents itself, um, 
a mistake in this game is catastrophic. Like to be sitting there on the runway and you don't have rental vehicles or something to be sitting there coming out of your venue. And my boy Luke's like, I love Halls and Walls. He, he get after it. That's what's up. <laughs> um, you know, and I've seen him work like every layer of the detail. Yeah, he'd been in the game. Right. Long me, but he's one of those guys. He can work anywhere in the detail. He's plugs holes, um, which is awesome, man. But like to have your client walk out to no vehicle or to have the limo blocked in, like, like because you just didn't think about something because you don't have the reps. You know what right. I mean? Exactly. It is so painful. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I mean, like, it's like, so, so to mess up in this game, that's why it's like really nice if you get enough time to just take your time and get into the position after you've seen someone else deal with the, the danger and the mindfulness that goes into thinking about all the things it takes to be able to pull off a whole operation uh, with all the fly balls, <laughs> you know what I mean? And land that plane, you know, back home and get that client pocket, you know? Yeah, I tell you, we had, um, we got a call, <clears throat> high profile client. Mm-hmm. He's going down to Nashville. He's got some things to do down there. Okay. I get a call. Hey, are you willing to take this detail? What is it about? Who is it? Oh, it's that person? Definitely. <laughs> I'll definitely do that. Send me the particulars. Oh, it's in two days. You leave tomorrow. Okay, let's go. Give me all the information. Bro, they sent me nothing. I had to book my own hotel and I had to realize, okay, the venue is here. So they may stay at one of these three hotels. I, I got nothing, nothing. So this is, a, this is a failure on my end because that's how it, it, it was dealt. That's, that's the plate that was served. This is the failure. So I go down there, okay, I have no information. So mm-hmm. I say, all right, let me, I'll stay at this hotel because I'm in proximity to these two that I think they would stay at. Okay. So, yep. um, let me reinvite you real quick. Okay. Let me, uh, let me do that. Okay. I'm live now. We back up. We back up. Let me... Yo, Elijah's everywhere, man. He's on, he's on both channels, man. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> What's going down? I got Stretch. I got Liza over here. I got, I got, All right. I got Corey, Gary. What's up? What's up? All right. Boom. We're back in business. I never seen it work. Waiting for Kevin. Everybody's getting back on. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So we're back. All right. So, so now I'm in the- you're like playing Russian roulette with, with where to go, basically. Right. So I stay at a hotel that's in between the two hotels that I think they may stay at. So okay. I can get to either one. So yeah. <clears throat> the, the day that the P is flying in, which is the day before the event, I still don't know how they're flying in. I don't have a tail number. I don't know if we got vehicles. So the guy- Who's on the ground? Who's your POC on the other side? <laughs> so he, he, is, he was the gopher. Okay. And he, I don't know if they were looking to replace him and he was trying to sabotage this whole thing. Yeah. So he, he gave me no information. I'm calling, I'm texting, I'm sending emails. I get nothing. I go to the venue. I'm doing the events. My name is not on the list. They don't want to give me credentials or anything. She picks up the phone. She calls him. He, answers the, he, he either answers or emails her back or whatever. So she lets me through. And I'm saying to myself, how did you get through to him? And I've been calling this guy all day. So, you know, some, sometimes you're going to be in a position that you just cannot win. Mm-hmm. But you still, you, you maintain the course. 
You do what you know to do the correct way. And, and then you just take it from where it comes. Now, we didn't get the client because at the end of the night, I tell him, I tell the, the gopher, I'm going to call him the gopher. I say, listen, give me five minutes out when you're ready because we're at a restaurant. I said, give me five minutes out so I can get these vehicles together. Let me know. He said, all right, I got you. I don't know until they're walking out the door that it's time to go and the vehicles aren't ready. So the P says to him, oh, man, you know how these vehicles would have been ready? He's like, how? He said, if you would have did it. So I'm sitting here looking like, really? You don't even understand. So we get, I get back to L.A. That, that's one of the unfair things about this game. It's, it's crazy. Perspective. Like, they don't be knowing the truth about nothing sometimes. Yeah. But it's the like, crazy thing is his business manager called, asked what happened. You know, he's a little upset. Like, you know, yeah, like highly he recommended this, that, and the third. So you know what I did? I shot him every email that I sent. I screenshot every text message. I said, now, when you find the communication that I needed and the things I was asking for, then you can chalk it up to me. Once yeah. he took a look at all that, he was like, hey, listen, I'm sorry. I apologize for that. But, you know, we move on. Right. But these are the things that you'll definitely go through. Every, every situation is not going to be a win. So you're going to have to learn how to take that L, swallow mm-hmm. it, and keep it moving. 100%. That is, uh, that's the game, man. And you got to learn from all of it. Yeah. Uh, what would you say is your biggest, what would you say was your hardest lesson in the field? Was that it or? <clears throat> no, like, it, my, my hardest lesson was learning to take the blame for something you didn't do. Ooh, that's, that's, a good, that's the, that's, that's, sour, the, that's a sour yeah. pill. Yeah. That's the hardest, that's, that's the hardest thing to accept, especially when you're a person of integrity. Cause it's like, I don't want the praise that I didn't earn and I don't want the blame that I didn't get. But in this business, security will always get the blame. So you take the blame and you move forward. Yep. 100%. And you, you literally do it. And, and you know what? The better you can do it uh, and deliver a solid work product, the better off you end up in the long run. Indeed. Man, I had one client. I had one client who legitimately like, like kept me around because he liked blaming me for stuff. <laughs> like legit, legit. I got dudes who about to skin that. He legit would be like, "Yo, Byron, how come this is that the next thing?" And, and then like, and, and I'd be like, "You know what, sir? I'll get that fixed." He'd be like, "Anyways," and he's yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, like, and like someone messes something up, he's like, "Byron," <laughs> and yeah. he was having a good time, and it turned yeah. out to turn into a relationship. Yeah, he, but he liked you, and that showed that he liked you because yeah. he definitely would have got rid of you if he didn't. Oh know, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I've seen the cool. dude get kicked off a detail because a pair of shoes was missing. Because a pair of shoes was missing or because well, the shoes it was wearing? left. The shoes were left at oh. a location. Hey, where's those? Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, you didn't grab those? Okay. Yeah, we'll never see you again. You ever. will never be here ever again in your life. Ever. That, that, I mean, that's a thing that can happen, man. Like, uh, I mean, I, one of the, my training day tips is you got to sweep everything, man. Like, Yeah. Yeah. Yo, client moves, client leaves the venue, leaves the environment, leaves the limo, <laughs> sweep the limo, leaves yeah. the jet, sweep yeah. the jet, leave yeah. the room, sweep the room, because it ain't their fault they forgot they stuff. <laughs> yeah, and also, we also got to understand that working as a, a solo operator, all that all that falls on you. Right. Uh, their phone, they can't find their phones. You know, that falls on you. Hey, yep. where's my phone? I, I haven't seen you with the phone. Like, what are you talking about? But you need to ensure that they have it or that their assistant knows that where's their phone. 
And you know, you know, let's talk about also being on the road as a solo uh, solo operator. Okay. When you have That's a client, a yeah. When you have a client, and you're the everything because it's only you. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that I like to do with the clients, and I explain to them because they get their suites. You know, they got the suite. We're right, <laughs> we're right next door. You know, and uh, low threat, so we're not hooking up cameras and all that stuff. But as far as movements, if on that call sheet that says movement is at eight, I'm up at about five thirty, six o'clock. I make sure that I eat something light. And what I tell the clients or what I try to get the clients to do is pack their, uh, their um, big luggage and leave it in the living room. Mm-hmm. So in the morning, I go in the room, I get all the luggage, I take it to the Vic. So when they come out and they're ready to rock and roll, we ain't worried about luggage. We're not worried about moving and because all that stuff is done. You know, I see guys who, they get a call sheet, 8 o'clock, they get up at 7, they shower, and they stand on the door. And I'm like, but bro, what, you going to carry all that luggage with the pee? You can't. <laughs> you can't. You got to be ready to rock and roll. Did you check the vehicle? Are the tires flat? Is I mean, it, it's so many checks and balances. But once you start to do it, it becomes a habit. And it's just what you do. And you don't feel comfortable until it's done. Until it's done that way. Boom, 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 boom. 100%. And it's a slow Tuesday. That that's that stuff is very important, man. And you, that's why you you gotta have that seasoned vet. And doing the solo practitioner thing is one thing. You really want to make sure you dialed in, prepared for before you do it. Make like sure you, said, you dialed in, bro. Because oh, when you in the vet, the client in the back sleep. They getting energized. Yes. And then when you get to the location, you spent. You've been going all day. They didn't have their little. 20, 30 minute nap, they ready to go again. You know, it's, it's, it's not, being a solo, uh, a solo uh, operator is not the easiest. No, it's really not. Absolutely. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't put that, I wouldn't put that on a lot of people, man. Yes. Because wow. if you like, if you like eating, sleeping, and sitting, this is not what you want to be doing. 100%. It's and not what not, you want to be doing. And if you're not able to flow, like, because, you ain't got advance agents half the time. I mean, you got to exactly. get the contacts and stuff and you start going different places. You got to be able to pivot, man, when you're doing that solo deal, man. Exactly. You have to. Yeah. And that's that's big. You got to know how to pivot. You, yeah. Once you stop moving and you stuck and a client sees that, they lose faith in you. They lose confidence in you. So now what do you do from there? So, right. you, you, you know, you just got to be spunked up. And, and, and that comes from asking the right questions watching and listening to what the guy says doing it says you know that textbook is going to tell you one thing but the street tells you something else when i became a cop you know i come out the academy i got my hat on all my all my stuff is polished you know i'm looking man them guys was like bro man take that damn hat off right and i'm like oh you know directive number such and such says that we must, they was like, bro. <laughs> Time to work. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to tell you how we do it out here in the streets, you know, yeah. and, and that's what you got to get spunked up on, how it really goes in the real world. Yes. No, that's the truth. Yo, shout out real quick. Shout out to Aaron Molden and Christian West. They up on here. Shout Aaron, out to my what's going on, bro? Yeah, man. We got some some people up in the house, man. Oh, man. Listen, it's some <laughs> real sharp dudes in this industry that I've met. Now, I tell you, when I first moved to L.A., Mm-hmm. And in 2012, um, I was I was kind of down on the industry, bro. Okay. Because I seen 
I seen a lot of poses mm. in the in the business. Okay. And it made me wonder how are these guys getting these jobs? I'm interviewing, I can't how they get sell jobs. Yeah. Yo, and I'm gonna tell you a funny story about a company out here that interviewed me. And uh, we're going to get back to that. But, you know, I'm looking at these guys. They got the shades flipped backwards on their heads. And I mean, they trying to, I I don't understand the look. I'm like, bro, this is, the game ain't about the look. You know, I met this one guy, he's, and he's LAPD, but Mm -hmm. he's giving me the game. You know, I I, I carry guns. They call me because I'm the only person that can carry guns. You'll never get a CCW. He giving me all this nonsense, right? Yeah. He's walking with his pee. Now he got his chest out, he's walking. His, his principal stopped to have a conversation. He half a block ahead, not even understanding where his principal is. And I'm really? looking at this guy like, dude, are you serious? <laughs> but this was what I was, I was facing a lot of that when I, when I got here into LA. But there's so much going on in LA that everything is not what it seems. So mm. then when you start to get into the mix and get into the niche and get into that industry, then you start to see the real players and, you know, right. the guys like Aaron and Paul, Chris mm-hmm. Seip over at Netflix, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. good dudes. Dan Gardner. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Eric Conner here, uh, Mark James, Elijah Shaw. I mean, these are the guys that I know that I've seen work and they do the job like the job's supposed to be done, you know, and you can respect that. But, you know, this story, I'm going to tell you, I'm not going to name the company, but I right. go in I, and I get recommended to go interview with these guys. So I go in, resume, we get to talking and all. He says he likes me, whatever. <clears throat> Never hear back from him. Okay. So the guy that recommended me, he was like, hey, so what's going on with the, uh, with the job? Never heard back from him. <laughs> call him again. I call, leave messages, emails. I get nothing. Funny story. So this, again, this six years ago. Yeah. Just this past summer on the red carpet, I'm with my high-profile P, star of the story. Top of the game. Yeah, this guy, he sees me, right? So I see him, he sees me, I see him, and I smile at him, and he nods his head, you know, in respect, you know? So I yeah. walk over, and I put my arm around him. And I said, so why didn't I ever get a call back? He busts out laughing. He was like, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't like that. I'm like, bro. It is like it, it's, it's absolutely like that. But, <laughs> you know, again, I think, I think he, 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 I don't, I, you know what? So a, a person that he worked very closely with yeah. got me started in this industry. Okay. He never seen me around this guy. And when I dropped this guy's name as a reference, he kind of looked like, I know him and I ain't never seen you. So I don't believe nothing you say. Yeah, maybe you ain't. Pick up the telephone. Mm-hmm. He'll vouch for me. But, you know, again, full circle comes around. He looks at it. And he smiled. He was like, "Yeah, I just, I, you know, it wasn't nothing. It wasn't another person." You think that you were, he just, you, you weren't important enough to him to follow back up with. Yeah, and and, and you know what, you guys, y'all going to get that in this industry. You yes, just, some guys are just not going to follow up, and don't take it personal. You no. know, I mean, it's business. It's it's what it is. But you got to stay the course. You know, I knew that I would be where I'm going to be. I I knew that was going to happen. Yeah. You know, it, it's just certain things just didn't work in my favor, and that was. That was for about a year. I, I was trying to grind in this thing for a year before something actually popped. So, right. No, that's good, man. And that's really what it takes. Like a lot of guys that when I mentor dudes and I'd be trying to get them in the game, it's like, you know, you're going to have to build something. You have to build some street credit. Yeah. You yeah. Build some acumen. You have to yeah. do some crappy jobs. You have to build something. Like you got to get your stripes. 
Like, you're not just gonna push a button. This is not a microwave career. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, exactly. Uh, we don't have an academy, really. You know what I mean? And yes. so, I um, and that that's really why I named my product, my my program, the uh, Training Day, because it's like <laughs> real world versus when you get to the, to yeah. the real deal. You know what I'm oh, saying? Real deal. Real deal. And you're sitting in, and you're like, I thought we were gonna go to the, I thought we were gonna go to the office. And Lonzo's like. Gets you in the chase vehicle and he's like, you in it. <laughs> you know that, that's the reality. Indeed. Now I'm going to do this because we got to survive this detail, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, also, I want to say this too for the, the guys that's operating solo. Yes. <clears throat> I never, ever surrender my car to anybody. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, there's times that I'm driving the P and I got to park and I never valet because you don't know what they're putting in your car. You don't know who they're letting in your car. You don't know right. what's going on. I, I'd never do that. So in the advance, I find where I'm going to park. Mm. Or I set that up. You get the petty cash if you got to pay somebody off. But I need to park here. Nobody gets my keys. Take That's that. what it is. Yes. Again, you got, but you got to do that in the advance. Because if you're not advancing and you don't set that up ahead of time, when you pull up, you got to turn that key over to the valet and Lord knows who they are. They see that principal get out of the car. You know, now they're calling paparazzi. You got a whole thing on your hands. Yes. No, 100%. That can be for sure a deal. Like, that's something that you got to coordinate, like you said. That's something you got to coordinate with your advance before you even get there. You know what I'm saying? Oh, for sure. Um, uh, and I've had some issues with, like, like nice hotels. Sometimes there's been times where they're like, yo, we have to have the keys. And I'm like, okay. Um, but if I'm just going to be there for a little bit, if I'm just moving in, that's when I mean for sure, 100. percent You got to make sure, because that's you know Murphy will show up and be having your keys. Listen, uh, listen. Bell, you know they're usually always locked on, but the bellman just happened to this time happened to uh, yeah. not be there, or go to the bathroom, or they couldn't find them. And well, you couldn't find you know the keys. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Uh, what would you say? Well, and then another thing that you mentioned earlier that you know I wanted to say something about, man, was um, listen. Listen, listen, when we're talking about mentees and being a good mentee in this game. And, you know, like I'm only 34. I've been doing this for over 10 years full time. Right. But like, you know, I'm always listening. Like I'm always listening. Like if I'm around, you know, you or any any of these guys, man, like I'm just listening. Like, like, and I think you just can't go wrong with that, man. Like I don't care what level I get at, man. I'm like scared of myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm, even I'm, to this day, I listen. Yeah, yeah, I'm still man. listening. I listen to yeah. you. I, I pull your podcast up and I'm listening and I'm like, oh, I didn't know that, you know, because you can al- always be learning. Yes. Al- never continuous learning. And you wow. always stay ahead of the curve. What would you say is your proudest moment in this game, man? My proudest moment is actually a funny moment you know, on the back end, but my proudest moment was an AOP. Okay. On the red carpet. And I took the guy down, you know, we did the whole thing. Um, but what makes that my proudest moment is prior to, I was being told that I'm too close and too hands on and I need okay. to move back a little far back. And I explained to him in, in, in a private setting, that's fine. But when we're on a carpet and it's 10,000 people that I don't know, haven't vetted, yeah. I'm not, I'm going to be, on his, I'm going to be on the P's shoulder. <clears throat> oh yeah. Can you, can you, this guy tried to assault the principal. We take him down. That right there shifted the game for me. That's when it was like, all right, we're going here. Call Kevin. 
We're going there. They call Kevin. Do this. Call Kevin. That's when it shifted yeah. for me. But now the funny aspect of that is. You like got your stripes. You were like blooded with that client after that. That was it. I was definitely, definitely. Now, the funny part is I get on one of these Facebook groups and they killing me. Oh, these guys don't know what they're doing. I'm sitting here, I'm sitting here looking like, and I remember, I remember saying, show me where the client got hit. Yeah. And nobody could pull it up, but they they roast. Oh, you should have, you should have did it in advance. It's then the judo chop. The judo chop when we <laughs> bro, I'm sitting here like uh, yeah. And I Please. some days I lose filters. So I gotta I gotta step back from a thing. Cause then I start, you know, I got, you know, nah, it was crazy. But yeah, that was my proudest moment and one of the funniest moments as well, because it, I, you get to see the, 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 you know, the Monday morning quarterbacks, <laughs> you know, yeah. telling you how you should have did the, the thing what not knowing, without knowing what you actually did or what actually happened. What the whole outcome was on the whole situation. Exactly. Or, you know, yeah, 100%. And it's, it's easy to to coach after the fact. And I think there's there's even some merit in looking at a circumstance and being like, maybe this could have been done better, but you gotta do it with the right attitude and the Understood. right and the right understanding. And you have to have some sort of understanding of what happened. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that particular incident, I'm the reason why this dude was kicked out of the country. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So so here was a guy who was a pain on the red carpet. Mm-hmm. But he's not a pain on the red carpet no more. Why? Can, can but like, but yeah. in this group, I'm getting roasted like, like, you my, my, like my principal died. And I'm <laughs> cracking up like, I, you know, I never see you guys out here. So I, it's all good. You know. <laughs> God bless my hope that wasn't my group. I hope that wasn't my group. It could have been that. <laughs> I, you, know, I, you know what? I, I don't remember which group it was, but I, I think I'm not even a part of it anymore because <laughs> you were just like, yeah, like group me. <laughs> yeah. Because when you get to 58, 60 comments, and I'm like, yeah, now y'all really tripping. I got to make money. Like, I ain't got time for this. Like, no, at all. Like, I got to work. <laughs> uh, what about? So, I got a question from Mega. The Takeover 303 uh, on IG, man, he says, uh, what steps should you take to get a bigger profile in the industry uh, or is it better to work uh, off of word of mouth? Uh, it's Well, depending on what level you're at, it's only going to be word of mouth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. You, you, get, you get to these billion dollar clients, they're not Google searching they're calling their friends with the security and they're yep. asking. So your work is your best advertisement. Yes. Yo, so you get in and again, you start off on halls and walls and you work your way up. And now you are the solo guy working close with the principal. You know, the, trust me, the principal is reporting back to the detail lead how they felt around you. How they felt around you. That's not, not if you did a good job, how yeah. they felt around you. Really the main thing. How they yeah. Felt. So, you know, I, it's, it's just building, it's building that, it's building that capital and it's not going, you're not going to build it overnight. You're not going to have that one time and now you're a star. It's not happening like that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, my, my proudest moment was three years in, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that didn't happen. And then I was solidified at that point. I had worked three years consecutively and then this happens and now boom. And be at that spot in time. 
Right, exactly. 100%. I, uh, nah, I can agree more, man. That's, that's the whole entire thing. And the other thing I think guys really don't realize is you're on a detail with a bunch of dudes. You are not in competition or whoever with those other agents on that detail. If you can serve, and this is something I talk about in my training day course, I'll get this one to you for free. If you can serve that detail, you know what I'm saying? If you can serve that detail, make that detail run better, make everybody look better in their positions, join shields with everyone on that detail, what and, and make it a, a better time. What then happens is those agents, after they work that detail, it's like a pickup game of basketball. What ends up happening is they go out into the world, they go out into the industry, and it's quiet for a little bit. And right, then in their respective business businesses, their boss is like, yo, we got a big detail coming up. Do you know anybody? And then Jeff's like, yo, I do know anybody. This, this one dude I worked with last week, he was tight. He was like, he was easy to work with, did a good job. And your work product ends up being your best advertisement. And you literally create market, a, a whole web of marketing with every relationship you uh that you procure on the, on the detail that you work with every agent you're on the detail with. Exactly. And then you get a call back and it's like, yo, Hey man, yo, you remember me from last week? I got this thing. Exactly. And then this and is I, the dude credit transaction. Right. right now. And not only that, um, other agents from other details that yes. may be in the vicinity as well, see how you work. And now yes. they know you. And then they, you know, they pass the olive branch and it speaks to something that, um, adventures of, Efren, he says, it's not about your resume, it's about your reputation. Yo, that's, that's Aaron, Aaron Mulden, man. He's got Aaron on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He right there. Listen, he could not be more correct. It's yeah. about being under the tongue of good rapport. If, yep. if cats are saying, you could have a stellar resume, but if folks are saying, yeah, watch him, he's shady, he passing out business cards on the side, trying to, you know, do these yep. side deals. Boom, cut, yeah. iron curtain, steel curtain. He's done. He's yeah. done. Um, quickly, I want to answer this question from uh, Smooth Think. He asked me what made me uh, leave a law enforcement game. <clears throat> Having a chance to work in the EP field. By okay. chance, I was, uh, I was at court one day while I was working, and I ran into um, the executive of the McDonald's Corporation. So the, the, vice, uh, the, the CEO of McDonald's, they were having a convention in Philly oh. in the year 2000. So he asked, he said, listen, do you, can you guys work, you know, off duty providing security? Yeah, what you need? He said, we got about $15 million worth of equipment in the convention center, but we don't have security overnight for it. Can you guys do it? So, of course. He said, name your number. We gave him this crazy number, and they cut the check. And they were like, okay. Hey, the man, Jeff. Listen, <laughs> I was like, corporate cutting checks like this? All right, it's time to really start thinking about this switch. So we do this um, and, th and they're hosting this big tour with Britney Spears, NSYNC, and Joe. And this is the year 2000. So, <clears throat> you know, we go from doing that job, that overnight detail at the convention center to manning some of the uh, establishments that were being robbed. Okay. To being the security detail for that tour when it came you know, in our tri-state area. Yes. So, you know, that's how it happened. And then I met the head of security for Insane Randy Jones. You know, nice. God bless him. He's a great dude, great dude. Yeah. You know, and boom, here we go. That's the switch. And, and, and going on that journey from making all this money at the venue, 
hitting up, working at the McDonald's stores that are being robbed and being like, you know what? I'm going to do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then boom, working them when they're in town and then the relationships. The relationships. Relationships. That's how you move in this <laughs> game. You don't move because your, your, your resume is tight. You move because right. you can acquire, you can procure, you can manufacture, and you can cultivate high quality relationships. And these joints is reciprocal, son. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They got to exactly. reciprocate. Otherwise, they die. And exactly. then you just, and you just don't got nobody to play with, <laughs> you know? And, and, and that's the thing. You don't want to isolate yourself. You know, we had a guy, we had a, we had a red carpet event and um, we were looking to bring some new guys in, got a couple of resumes. Mm-hmm. This guy shows up with a black and white pinstripe suit on, cufflinks with these big old crazy cufflinks. That explain why he's wrong, man. You got to get, yeah. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. I don't want to interrupt this story, but. Fine. Yeah, he, he didn't even step foot on the carpet. I was like, "Bro, go home." He's like, "This is all I had." I was like, "Bro, go home." Sorry, you're not even ready for the game. You don't even have the equipment for the game, and you yeah. go home. Like you can't represent my brand like this. You damn should not represent my brand. <laughs> I, no, that's that. I, I'm not even nice with that. I'm telling yeah. you straight up, bro. Yeah. Go home because you're not you're not about to come. I don't even know you. LAPD, I don't know this cat. He crashed the car. Get him Yo, out of here. Student. Yeah, like, get him out of here because... Security. Hey, security. Are you... Bro, it was such... It was crazy. Now, I thought about it. I was like... I didn't, but I didn't have the time. But I was like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you want to the battle. Like, you yeah. Stuff right yeah. Now. And then I thought, maybe I should reach out to him and say, listen, here's the thing. You know what? Mm-hmm. I didn't even feel like going through that because, again, once, once you're moving, you're moving. And... Yeah. Those down times, ah, uh, yeah, I'm not even invested in you, bro. So I can't make that call and spend that kind of time. I need to get the guys that I know that's doing the job or want to do the job, get them working, get them up to speed, and you know we got to keep it going. But here, that's the thing: you guys understand what it takes to be in this industry. If you really want to do it, do the research, understand it, because when you come to us, and we may not say yes on Monday. But on Thursday night, we call you and say, hey, yo, shit hit the fan. I need you Friday morning. Yeah. If, you, if you're not ready, you're not ready. You lock. Yeah, yeah. If you hesitate, but yo, let me let me uh call my girl. Let me uh I yeah, need- listen. I learned that lesson in high yeah. school. I asked my high school coach why I wasn't getting enough playing time. He said, yeah. you don't want to play. And I'm like, that's stupid. He was like, you uh-huh. don't want to play. So I asked him again. You know, after the next game, well, I'm not getting enough playing time. He said, because you don't want to play. I said, what that mean? He said, because you came back looking like last year. <laughs> I was like, what? And then, but when I finally got out my feelings about it, I understood. My feelings. I didn't I didn't develop another aspect of my game. I came yeah. back looking like the same player I was. Uh, so now crazy. I know that where I'm at today, man, I don't care who you are. You're not going to beat me. I guarantee you that. Yeah. I know because I understand that I always have to be working because there's always somebody coming up behind you that's ready to take that spot. Yes. So I always got to be proficient. Always And getting better and evolving. Yes, indeed. Becoming is superior to being. That's how I say it. Yo, my man. uh, Oh, man. His name's not coming to me right now. Tom Kyer said... uh, (laughs) That, 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 you got to kill your clone. At the end of the day, man, you've got to be better than you were yesterday, man. It's heavy. I'm like, like, could you kill your clone? Did you get better today? And that is the everyday tomorrow. I, I got my workout in this morning. It was glorious. Guess what? 
tomorrow I need to get after it if I can get after yeah, it. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. I got to go fight this fat kid so I don't turn into him. Yeah. And that's just got to happen. You know what I'm saying? It, it um, has to. Yo, I got uh, IT Ghost 27. Name like that, he probably already hacked into my Instagram. Uh, <laughs> no, it's my boy Daniel. Uh, he, who probably already hacked into my Instagram. <laughs> he uh, has a question. How would you, uh, let's see, best handle a situation when another agent has already thrown you under the bus, not just with the team, but to the company? Mm. <clears throat> so it, it, it's hard to answer that because it, you, I need to know the situation. You know, it really depends on the situation. If you got a relationship with the company and you talk with the company, if the company relies on you or believes in you, they'll give you the opportunity. But I don't know what the situation is, so I can't really say. But if somebody's, if somebody's throwing folks under the bus, if somebody came to me to throw somebody under the bus, I don't trust him. Yep. You know? Yes. But then I'm the type that I always let you face your accuser. So if you coming to me with he did, you better be willing to say it in front of him because I'm about to call this dude up right now. Listen, bro, explain what happened. And that's what it is. But yeah. in, in his situation, I don't, I, I don't know how to answer that for you because I don't know what your situation was, but cats throwing folks under the bus is weak to me. I don't like that. It's disgusting because it's dangerous, yeah. very dangerous. Like, it is. If you'll throw him under the bus, that means you'll throw us under the bus. Exactly. Like, I, I even know clients who legit, and I used to love watching this happen because I was rolling with one like this for a minute. People would go throw, throw somebody under the bus and the client would be like, oh, okay. Then he'd call them both in together and be like, yeah, such and such. So she said this about you, and he would watch him fight or whatever. And then the dude who threw the other person under the bus was for sure gone. <laughs> like, like, oh, like, I got paparazzi after me. I got news reporters that are going to approach you. I don't have time to be dealing with somebody who's like that. You know, yeah, um, I, you just don't have the time for that. So I guess to try to, yo, and uh, 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 Elijah dropped the funny one. He said, I don't have a password, passport. Famous last words. And you know it's true, bro. Like, Yo, you, ready to you hit me up, you were asking for this shot. And the dude's like, oh, oh, wait, do I need a passport? And you're like, <laughs> Yeah. Get your passports, y'all. Get yeah. your passports. Get oh, your hold passports. on. I, I I gotta do this real quick. Yes. Big Doom 17. That's my brother. We grew up together, right? Okay. High school cool. together. He's in the EP world too. Big, I, I love that dude. That's my boy right there. Got to give a shout out to him. Okay, that's what's up. Nah, big what's dude, up? what's up, bro? What's up, big dude? Yo, uh, so dealing with someone who's already thrown you under the bus, I think that the huge takeaway is I can't trust you. Um, so I need to find a way to work with you. Um, and Oh, yeah, well, let me say this because I've been thrown under the bus twice. You okay. have to maintain integrity. You know where this person is coming from now. So it's not a mystery of who that person is. So if right. you're... If you're still on that team, you already know who that person is. Don't treat them with hostility. Do the job. Those eight to 12 hours that you're working is the client's time. So give the client that proper work. But at 1201, when I'm off, bro, don't even walk to the car with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You go into the car, I let you go get in your car first. And then I go get in mine. I don't want to have nothing to do with you. But mm -hmm. in, the, in, that, in that parameter of work, we're working. I got your back. You got my back, and let's go. One hundred percent. So yeah, you present to him. Give him nothing. 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 You. He got nothing to be able to grab onto. Throw you under the bus. Nothing. He, steel curtain. 
but you do be a professional with them. You don't let them down. You don't throw it. You do no harm. I started do no harm campaign. Essentially. Uh, you gotta be real with yourself. Did he throw you under the bus about something legit? You gotta know that you gotta be real with yourself about that too. And that's, that's, that's the key also. Yes. Did he throw you under the bus or did he answer the question honestly that was asked? Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because right. that's another thing. This, uh, the P asked me, to it. Who, was, who was standing at this post when that person breached the door? I'm not throwing you under the bus by saying it was you. I'm giving the yeah. P the answer. Exactly. But now if I go to the P and say, you know, he wasn't at the, you know, now we, that's, I don't, I don't really do that. Exactly. So, um, I think those are some really serious considerations. And then if I think if he's a bad apple, the way he does his business is gonna is gonna weed him out. You yeah, know what I'm saying? For like, sure. He's gonna throw other dudes under the bus. <laughs> People are gonna not trust him, and then everyone's gonna get their daggers out. And yeah. at some point in time, you know, he's he's, he's he's not gonna he's not gonna survive in that social system very long. Hopefully, but usually these guys weed themselves out. You know yeah, what I'm saying? And you have to be. Uh, you don't have to do it really. Like usually, then the client will come to you guys and be like, "Yo, what's up with Jeff?" Because this dude's kind of like, kind of, you know. And then that's when everyone gives their honest opinion. Yeah, and you you have integrity is the main thing is yeah. the main <laughs> component of this game. You know, um, I tell you a story working on a detail for Elijah. You know, uh-huh. he called me, Kev. I need you. Boom, boom. All right, I do it. Fly out to this location. We handle it. <clears throat> Things get a little hairy, but we we made it right. I get back to LA, you know. I talk to E about it. We cool. The P's uh, representative hits me up directly. Hey, are you in LA? I'm like, I'm in LA. Okay, the P is coming through. Can you do X, Y, and Z? I said, Did you call Elijah? He was like, No, I, this is last minute. When I called, he didn't answer. So I just need you to do this. I was like, Nah. You run it through E. E called me, and then that's right. when I moved because. What, like I explained to Elijah, I said, I don't do that side, that G money side deal. You, you, it's never going to be a situation where if we got caught by paparazzi and I'm with this client and you're like, bro, <laughs> like, yo, what was that? Always have integrity. And I, and I know a lot of people in this game is starving, so to speak. Yeah. It, that doesn't mean that you got to be shysty. That doesn't mean that you have to be, you know, less than honorable exactly you know because that one check that you get being dishonorable may be your last check that you ever get yeah and and you got to look at it that way don't be don't be that guy please don't be that guy yeah well yeah never use the choose the short money over the long money and then another thing uh aaron molden said on that same topic he was like uh be professional but um you know be straight up with him about it have the understanding that uh, those that you work with may be your boss years later. Don't burn bridges. Be a man. Confront the issue. So exactly. if you feel like he threw you under the bus, you know, uh, pull him aside when it's in a, in a, a, a <laughs> respectful environment, when it's just you two. Exactly. Uh, and say, hey, man, like, I feel like you threw me under the bus, um, you know, and I want to level with you about it. You know, I don't feel like that was warranted or. You know, why'd you do that? Like, did you feel like that was absolutely necessary? Could you have not come to me and talked about it? You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to make sure that we have a good working relationship mm-hmm. and see if you can repair that, procure it, and procure that, like, manufacture a positive relationship. You know, I think that's also wisdom. That is wisdom. Um, and it's true. One day you be in charge, the next day they be in charge. That happens, man. <laughs> it happens. Every day you got to be 
You got to be wise with everybody. That's good stuff. Indeed. indeed. Um, let's see, as we wind down here, what would you say about moving from the agent position to a detail leader or leadership position and, you know, in the EP game, what kind of considerations should someone think about? It's not a lot of training for moving into leadership. You know? <clears throat> yeah. Well, you, you got to know every aspect of the team, every, every position you need to know to be a detail leader. You need to have been a great soldier. You can't be a great general if you haven't been a great soldier. Yes. So, you know, don't jump into that lead because I know for me, I pay my employees for a service, but I pay my supervisors for a result. Say that again. So, I pay my employees for a service. I pay my super drop, drop it yeah. out. I pay my employees for a service, but I pay my supervisors for a result. Okay. If I don't get that result and they say, oh, because the employee didn't do X, Y, and Z, that's on you. That's why the head coaches is the first one to go. Before the players get cut, the head coach go. Because the coaches are, the leadership is paid for a result. We need to get through this area unscathed, period. It is up to you to put these pieces in place to make sure that happens. When that doesn't happen, it's not a reflection of those people because you selected them. So it's a reflection of you. So understand before you want to jump into that, I'm a boss, you better understand what being a boss means. You better understand what, what comes with that because everything falls on you. Everything. And if you want to be a good boss, you take responsibility for everything. You take responsibility for everything. Be good. I mean, it's just part of manning up too. Shoot, you'll be a good yeah. boss. You'll be a good dad. You'll be a good husband. <laughs> Take responsibility for everything. I think, yeah, yeah. I say, why can't I do this? Because that's my fault. If you do, <laughs> yes, uh, indeed. Uh, let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. What's up, Rodney? FRS. Yeah, man. Everybody's up in here. Yeah. Has COVID affected your game at all? Yeah, I'm not traveling. I'm, I'm, I'm. Okay. I'm steady. Hollywood shut down. So, you know, outside of the residentials, mm -hmm. there's no movements. Yes. Yeah. So I, um, yeah, it, it's really slowed the game down a lot. Mm. Are you doing anything specifically to, you know, maximize this time? This I am. So um, I'm a screenwriter and a filmmaker. So I'm mad. Yeah, I, I, I've had a time. I had time now to work on these next projects to That's get some things going. Because again, and that's another thing with this in this industry, you got to have some sort of release because we work long hours. We we were extended. We could be on the road for three, four weeks at a time doing anywhere between 16 to 20 hour days. When you come home, you need you need to deal release. with other people's problems. Yeah, deal with other people's problems. Exactly. <laughs> you need you need a release. You need a hobby. You need to do something that can bring down that that stress level. That's wisdom. So, so this time is giving you time, and I be t I've been telling everybody this. So that's why I'm, I'm gonna spend a second. So this time's giving you time to circle back around and finish different projects you've been working. Exactly. On. So, exactly. so what's up with this? You said you're a screenwriter. Like, what's up? Yeah. With you know what I mean? Hey, you got, I'll, I'll see. I'll see you the link. I'll see you the link to the first movie that I did. Oh, you will. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll send that we'll, to you. We'll put it in the in the in the uh, stuff below in the article. So when I publish this in a few weeks. Thank nice. God. And listen, boom. That's yeah. what's up. Yeah, so I'm working on that, and hopefully I can get to the point where I'm doing one on EP. Oh, yeah. I would love to. Because you know what, what irks me about these hey, movies and these TV uh, shows? Yes. Is when the detective is leading the SWAT team in the house, 
I, that irks me every single time. <laughs> Man, I cringe every time I see a detective with, he just got the vest on, got his sleeves rolled up. He got, a, he got his nine rolling yeah. and SWAT is behind him with the shield and the long rifles. And I'm like, what the, who, <laughs> who was the technical advisor on that? Cause that's wrong. But yeah. you know, it's TV and it's Hollywood, so they do it for the look. But um, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm looking to uh to eventually make that transition from you know what I'm doing now into that world. Man, okay, good to go, good to know. You gotta have a side hustle, y'all. Yes, indeed. You got to have a side hustle and something else that you're trying to contribute in uh in order to set yourself up, something on the side, that outlet. That's huge. It's almost like and, and I, I got to spend a minute or two on it. It's almost like how therapists need therapists. Right. You because have to. You're, you're dealing with other people's problems all the time and you need an outlet. And uh, I would agree 100%, man. In this game, I've almost always had a healthy outlet, you know. Um, and I think that's helped me balance because you'd be looking at yourself all kinds of weird, man, after you have had to yeah. go and feel some of these issues that, you know, clients be asking you to deal with and how come you didn't do the thing? It's not your fault. Kiss right, right, right. Tuesday. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> all kinds of stuff happening. Yeah. You, you know, know it, it, it's something that I, I learned um, while in law enforcement because, uh-huh. you know, basketball at that time was uh, the outlet. But uh-huh. once I stopped playing ball, you know, that stuff compounds. And if you don't have a way to, to get that off, a healthy way of getting that off, it comes out in other ways. Yeah. So, you know, you really got to, you know, you really got to do it. You really got to have that outlet. Something not associated with what we do. You know, like uh, some folks go golfing. You know, Mike Bell down in Florida, he golfs. I wish I could golf. I can't even hit that little ball, but I'm going to try to get there. But, you know, it's, it's those things that's outside of what we do to help you get your mind off it, bring that, bring that, that level down so you can get back into the fight. 100%. 100%. Now that's wisdom right there. Okay. Um, do you have any predictions for the future of the, of the industry? You see any directions we're going in? Anything you think is going to happen? Anything you, you would like to see happen in the industry? I would love to see this industry regulated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. know, let's start the trouble now. Let's start yeah. the trouble now. I, I would like yeah. to see it regulated, but yeah. you know, I don't think that can ever happen. Yeah, why not? Because there's too many, <clears throat> there, there's too many people who capitalize off of how it is now. So if you had one school of thought, you don't need all these other training facilities. You don't need all these other cliques. You know it. And then who who gets to sit at the board? Who says this is going to be the board? Because everybody feels like they should be on that board. So the industry, I don't think that it can ever be regulated. Not from a, a, a singular, you know, this is... Too many, like, gangs and stuff. Black. Yeah, it's, I mean, <laughs> look at it. Look at, look at how many schools you got. Look at how many companies you have. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and that's how they move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right, actually. That's, that's well, that's a, that's a consideration, you know. I wonder if it can be done still, but that is a gigantic consideration. I post, I never forget, I posted one thing about EPI in my group. Everybody was like, ESI over here in the corner. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, yeah, yeah. I just went to a school, it was cool. Like, it was cool, it just went there one time. <laughs> yeah, and, but, it, but it's real because, again, everybody goes through these schools and they feel like that this is, this is the way to do it. So yeah. who's to say 
you know, uh, ESI over Icon over, you know, uh, the Becker okay. over AS, you know, yeah. who's to say one, you, you see what I'm saying? So how does that come together? You're not going to have a board of 50 people. Mm-hmm. That, that just doesn't make sense. So I don't know. I, I would love to see it regulated. And then I would love to see for proper compensation to come back. Hmm. Okay. Because, you know, a lot of folks undercut a lot of these bids just to get it. And now folks are working. I mean, <clears throat> I've seen some numbers on some details and it's like, no, nah, not for that. Yeah. Like, I, wait, who are you found people to do that? They're they yeah. young. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I think that, um, you know, I, I think with regulation, that, that, that type of, uh, that level of industry can come back. And then I, I also believe, and this is just my personal feelings, yes. I believe that these schools should be pass fail. I don't believe that just because you went through, you get a certificate. It should be pass fail. If you don't pass, it's the same thing with college. You paid for college, and if you failed, you fell. Yes. Didn't nobody owe you nothing. You know what I'm saying? But these guys go through these courses, then they look at the, the guys that run the courses like they owe them something. Like, nah, nobody owes you anything. But I, I, I believe we should get a pass-fail, um, <clears throat> some sort of pass-fail sort of, you know, situation going on. So the guys that aren't as sharp, they can come back and they can do it again until they get to that point where they're showing proficiency. Yeah, 100%. Like anything valuable. Like you actually have to be actually good enough. You have to be good enough. You know, yeah. yeah. Uh, we're Like even with my, my online course, there's levels. There's different things. It's not just... Everybody gets the highest level of certification, like right. building all that into the into the whole. And so, so you can keep working towards it. You can go to other schools to help you get to that level. But there's something for you to work towards to get that yeah. final level three certificate. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, and it's the same thing, like pipeline. You know, coming from law enforcement, I didn't go to EP school. Yeah. I just took the training that I had as a cop and, you know, and what I knew about security. Right. And then when I took the ICON course is when I... I got the proper training of how this is actually supposed to be done. And then I went from there to Eric Konahia's course. Mm-hmm. And his course was invitation only. So, yeah, his was front right seat. Yo, that gave me so much game and it just elevated what I did and how I did. So now that I got this information and I'm coming back within the fold and now I'm showing a different thing. So like my coach said, you came back looking like last year. I took these courses. I came back looking like Next year, you know what I'm saying. So yeah. it helps you. It helps you to stay, you know, on top of the game. So as you said before, you know, continuous uh, education, always learning. You know, wow. never stop training, never stop learning. When you get the opportunity to go train, go train. Refresh some things because then you move into uh, situations where you may be a detail leader or you may be the body person, and then you lose those soft skills on the advance and things like that. Go take a course. Do that again. Mm-hmm. 100%. I couldn't agree more. What would you say, uh, as in our last few closing questions we got coming up here, um, nomination time. You got anybody to not, and this is one of my new things I love doing with the podcast, man, because I, I don't know everybody. I'm a young buck. Like, I don't know really anything, man, you know? I mean, I know some things, you know? But Yo, like, I'm going to tell you. A lot of things, you know? It's, you it's two people Two people. Two people that I'm going to nominate. Okay. Because they meant a lot to my career. 
Okay. The first one is Mark James, Panther Protection, down in Atlanta. Okay. Mark is a sharp dude. He gave me a lot of game to help me out early. I was and thinking about that today, actually. Yeah, yeah. Check him out. And then the second one is Eric Cornahia. And if okay. you need me to connect you, I'll connect you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me Yo, give listen. It's an email me, interview. Me and Mark. Let me tell you. Yes. Eric, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, your views are going to shoot sky high when Eric get on his on his computer, bro. The thing yeah, is, can we can we get him on the computer? <laughs> can we get him? Can we get him on here? And Eric, I'm a, I'm gonna reach out to you, brother, because we need yes. you to get on here. But yeah, Eric helped elevate my game to a level that was a, that allowed me to not only just stay where I'm at, but excel and be able to put other people on. So okay. I definitely, uh, I definitely think those two. Hey, Rafael Di Giorgio, that's another one. He got some game too. Listen, he got some game too, but Eric and Raphael, they low key, bro. Like he got you got to you gotta call somebody to call somebody to call somebody call to get somebody. to them. Yeah. <laughs> and, then they, and then they call you. And then they call you, right? Leave the lamp on the left side of the windowsill. And then, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Walk to the edge of the desert. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, but yeah. no, those, those three names, man, I think you will get a lot of, a lot of great content out of them three, man. Because yeah. they have a lot of wisdom, That's a lot it. of experience. Oh. Mm-hmm. They're humble guys, but they don't take no shit. That's what's they up. don't waste their time. And that's the beauty of it. Like they do not waste, do not waste their time. You don't want to be on the other side of that. You don't want to be on the other side of that thing. Man. And low key, because he be trying to smile all the time. Yeah. You don't want to be on the other side of Elijah Shaw's yeah, smile. soft meter. You don't yeah. want to be on the other side of that either. So he smile a lot, but trust me. <laughs> no, I know. I, I completely man. Like that, that, that's that's. You don't want to upset nice people, man. Nice people like work really hard to be nice. Like my be grandma, nice. Yeah, my grandma, she's so sweet. But I remember she said this our whole life. She's like, "What did she say?" She was like, "I gotta be nice because I know I've got a lot of evil deep down. I got a lot of mean deep down inside of me." Yes, I'm indeed. Like, yes, indeed. I'm like, well, you just be sweet and nice, grandma. <laughs> look, 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 look at a lot. He like, hey, that's a brother. I love you, man, but you don't want to be on that other side. <laughs> oh man, good times. Okay, so we got. Let's see our our closing questions. Some of my favorite ones. Um, what would you say? What's your favorite quote mantra saying? <clears throat> man, so I I got I got a few of them. Um, you know. Uh, sometimes there's no next time, no timeouts, no second chances. Sometimes it's now or never. That's one of them. <clears throat> the serenity prayer. I say that a lot. <laughs> I say that a lot. And, you know, my main mantra is do unto others as you have others do unto you. Okay, yes. I mean, that's timeless. Yeah. Sometimes there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I gotta write type this down, man. No, yeah, sometimes next. there's no next time. Boom. No timeouts. No second chances. Sometimes it's now or never. Wow. Sorry, y'all. I type slow. <laughs> I'm a grunt. You know what I'm saying? Uh now or never, man. Uh, that's good, man. That's good to know. I like that, man. That's that. I like that one. And that's life. That's life. You get all these days, you get all this time. Hi, you don't get to live today ever again, ever again. Ever it's over. Again. It's over. It's over. Yeah, uh, yeah. 
And then, you know, another thing is, yes. you're always putting it off till tomorrow. It's like, what makes you think you're going to do it tomorrow? <laughs> if you ain't did it today, what makes you think you're going to do it tomorrow? When are you going to start living like you could die, like this is the last time you get to live this day? Like, when are you going to start re- living like it's the last day you're going to be on Earth? You know what I'm saying? If, 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 wait till it's actually the last day? If this time that we're living in right now isn't saying to you, that's a reality, tomorrow is not guaranteed. Yeah, bro. I don't know what rock you living under. Yeah, one hundred percent, man. It's it's so real. Like even like even with the Kobe thing, like everyone was like, "Yo, I can't believe this happened." I'm like, I'm sad. It's sad. It's very tragic. But homie, you don't know you're gonna make it home. Like you could die in a right. car, you die in a car accident. Like I had one client was like, "We're in the car in the same time period," and she's like, "Yo, what's up, Alex? Good to see you, Alexander, man." Uh, we're in the car and. Uh, Someone's like, yo, are you going to get rid of your helicopter because people are dying in helicopters? She's like, you're going to stop driving your car? Is that what you're going to stop doing? Yeah. You think you've just been driving around in life and everything's been okay this whole time? She's like, no, you guys just ain't paying attention. <laughs> like, and I was like, thank you. <laughs> you exactly. Know? And that's another thing that your guy, uh, Raul uh, Martinez, touched on, driving. Yeah. And he was like, yeah. you know, you start trying to predict people's behavior by how they're driving. I do that all the time. You know, I do that constantly, constantly. It's a a valuable game. I do it all the time too. And it's really, it almost feels telepathic because it's like, how am I reading this car's body language so good? Like I knew you were going to stay there. I knew you weren't serious about speeding and I knew you were about to cut over my lane. Exactly. But you get really good at it. You get good at it. And then when you walk into these environments, you start start already seeing how the folks are going to move. You pick up, I'm forever in the OODA loop. So I'm, I'm forever you know, at that second O, <laughs> you know, 100%. and then my, my D to A, yes. it's like that. Yeah. Because you're already halfway. You're I'm halfway. The whole time I, you're already. Folks don't understand. I'm you know, the same way, man. I'm the I, same way. I don't get, I don't, I don't walk around, you know, like just chest out. At, I already know the lift that I'm going. So right. there's a confidence in that. So I don't always need to, to jockey for position and argue with folks. And I remember mm-hmm. just last week, I'm going to get some essential stuff. I'm at the Target. So I always back my car in. I don't pull in. So I pull past the spot and I go to back in. Guy whips inside, you know, takes my spot. Now, most folks that jump out, like, oh. I just went to another spot. Like, <laughs> because I know, I already know where I'll, I'm willing to take this. Why would I engage a person over... Some, and it wasn't nobody in the parking lot. So it was many, a, a lot of other spots. Yeah. But, you know, it's always choose your battles wisely because you never know who you're going up against. That's true. You never know. And there's a lot of chance. There's a whole lot of chance. <laughs> yep. uh, how would you like to be remembered? I leave that up to the people. When I'm going, I'm going. I ain't going, though. <laughs> so I leave, that, I leave that up for the folks that's here. Interesting. That's you know, an interesting answer, man. That's a whole other podcast, right? <laughs> yeah, bro. I mean, I'm telling you. I leave the way, it up to the people. I, the way I live my life, man, I'm so I'm I'm so McCully with it. <laughs> you know, that whole idea of not attaching yourself to something you can't walk away from in 30 seconds or less. I'm I don't get I'm not married to a lot of things, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't have the anxiety that other people have. You know, every day for me ends in why. So every day is just like the next. 
I'm going to love it and live it to the fullest. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm never going to put one over one day over the next. You know, how you remember me is how you remember me. Because the one thing I did learn in life is there could be things said about you in spaces that you're not around. Yeah. So there's a whole ideology about you in this space that you have no control over, you I have agree. no idea about. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? What are you going to do? Stress yourself out about that? I used to. I don't know. I don't anymore because Absolutely. I understood that once you were in my space, you got to see me and know me, you know, hopefully I, I touched you in a way. But yeah, yeah, I leave that up for the people how they want to remember me. Man, I like that. I like that. That's good. Um, okay. One habit that you would uh, recommend for everyone that makes you a better protector or a better person. You know what? Stephen Covey's habit number five. <laughs> and that's about listening. Listen. Listen to what a person is saying, you know, don't, don't listen to respond, listen to understand. And, and that you'll go a long way with that. Yes. That's uh, I, I've learned listening is a, is a skill. It's a muscle. It is, it's, it's definitely a skill. So when you start to, to, to listen, not to respond, but listen to understand, you know, things you start to, you start to see things differently, you know, and learn to forgive, try to work on, try to work on forgiveness. Now, forgiveness doesn't mean that I have to deal with you ever again. Yeah. It means that I'm not walking around harboring this ill feeling in my heart and in my spirit, right? knocking off my vibe. I'm not doing yeah, that. Me, you know. No, no. Be present all crumply because I'm upset inside. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Because again, all that energy gets released somewhere else. Yeah. And normally it's to the people that's closest to you. Yeah, or it just makes you sick and you die quicker. Right? That too. I'm quite convinced to have these medical things people have. They're like, I don't understand. It was just a, a cyst that just appeared. Like, it's I stress. Like emotions and stress that are locked yeah. up and are not yeah. able to move. But, anyways, that's another crazy conversation. Man, this has been really good, man. Anything, else you, wanna, any, anything else you want to do in closing, man? It's been an honor. Yeah, no, it's been an honor, man. I want to thank you for having me on. I want to thank, you know, Elijah for plugging it and, you know, just listen, bro. Let's stay safe out here. Let's help. Let's help the, the people <clears throat> that that's coming up behind us. Let's help them. One hundred percent, and that's our responsibility. We're doing a good job. I'm glad we're connected, brother. Um, and uh, yeah, man. Thanks again. I'm gonna chop this thing up and and send it out. But all right, brother. I appreciate. Let me shut off these these lives. Yo, peace out, Facebook. Peace out, uh, Xavier. Takes a lifestyle. Thanks for hanging with us, y'all. Yo, if you're a private security professional wanting to take your game to the next level, go to executiveprotectiontrainingday.com to check out my personal success package for private security professionals. Check it out, executiveprotectiontrainingday.com. And remember, y'all, hard skills do save lives, but soft skills get you paid. Boom. To support this podcast, go to executiveprotectionlifestyle.com and contribute to our Patreon account. That Patreon account is what helps me make this podcast possible, contributing to this brand, what we're doing here, making it so that I can bring better guests on, making it so that we can plan more events and just expand the contribution to the private security industry and also to make an America a safer place. Do whatever you can, contribute whatever you can, because it makes all of these things possible. Thanks for those contributions. 
Yo, and before we go, you know I got a shout out to the sponsors, starting out with Primary Weapon Systems, PWS. They truly are the evolution of the rifle. Use Byron for 10% off. Gray Man and Company, the most comfortable tactical suits in the game. Use Byron for 10% off with them. Ballistic Theory. You're gonna start seeing a lot of stuff with me in Ballistic Theory because they got good ammo for good prices. Use Byron for my discount with those guys as well. Last but not least, Executive Protection Institute. Hey, go check them out and get your executive protection education on. Until the next podcast, this is Byron Rogers, protector by nature and by trade. Out.